His Grace, I've also been requested to speak to Evening Light, Bright Tabernacle. Kaungezi kalulu chisacha katona nsavidwa njogereko na abatu kufuba Evening Light, Bright Tabernacle. So, while we are here at DVF, also we are ministering to the saints at Evening Light. Katinga tuliwa no, na abatu kufuba Evening Light, tuliwa mnabom service. They'll be streaming this on their Zoom service yes. tonight. Yes, badja kubaba laba ulukungana unoku Zoom. So, we send all our regards. Mwena abatu kufuba yotubatumi de. We're just going to read one verse. And out of First Corinthians chapter 11. The first verse. Shall we pray? We Our kind heavenly father. As I'm approaching your holy word. My request Lord is that you will come and make it alive to us. We can do nothing of ourselves. We have no abilities of our own. We submit whatever little we have to you tonight. I ask that you will come and bless everyone that is here. Everyone that is hearing this tonight. May it be a blessing to them. In Jesus' name. Amen. So whenever I'm doing Zoom, I also, I usually, we just usually go strictly for one hour. So by 6.56, we'll be finishing the piece. So let's read in Jesus' name. Be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. Mungoberere nganzi, ngana nge mungoberere kristo. Amen. Amen. So I'm preaching on pointing people to Christ. Nenda kubulira kuchetuita okusongera abantu eri kristo. Pointing people to Christ. Okusongera abantu eri kristo. Now we have a lot of churches. We have a lot of people preaching. We have a lot of pastors in the world. We have a lot of denominations and uh, religion. And a lot of systems as well. And the biggest of which is actually the Roman Catholic Church. And you see everyone that comes up can almost get a following. You know, they will, you know, get a following. It's not, it's not hard to get a following. And these days, people love getting a following. Not only physically, but also on social media. People are happy to get a following. On TikTok, if you have a following, on WhatsApp, you have a following. And people are very excited because of those things. On, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, and, and someone will say, I have 10,000 followers. And it will be very excited. And, and it will feel that. That is something. But you see, it's nothing to have a following. Because I will tell you, one one, there is one person in the world that has the biggest following. And that is Satan. Not even Jesus. Satan. Satan has the biggest following. So having a following is not a big deal. You know, the Bible says, the way that leads to hell it's broad and many there be that find it but the way that leads to heaven is narrow, it's straight and few there be that find it but you know many people always they desire to have a big following or they desire to follow where there are many people following I remember one time we were at an airport in Nairobi and uh, we were we were driving, you know, through a toll. In order for us to enter the airport. I saw the brother that was was driving. You know, there were about three or four lanes. So he decided to take the lane that was crowded. So I told him, brother, why did you make that decision? He said, where everybody is going there, that means there is something 
something ahead that is hindering others to go on the other lane which has no cars. And when we reached ahead, we found there was actually no problem on the other lane. But the only reason why people took the other crowded lane was that everybody thought as long as people are going on this lane, it means that is the right lane to And that's the problem we have in the world today. People want to take popular opinion. People want to decide what others have decided before. It's very difficult for people to take personal decisions. It's very difficult for people to have personal choices. But I tell you, it pays off to have a personal choice, to have a personal decision. And this year, I want to have a personal decision to follow Jesus Christ. Even if all others are not following him, I want to follow him. And so Paul said, be ye followers of me. Amen. Can I have more voice, more sound? Even as, even as, even as I also am of Christ. Follow me as I follow Christ. Now, the thing here, Paul was pointing people to Christ. He was, listen, he was not pointing people to himself or to his church or to his organization. Are you listening to me? He was pointing people to Jesus Christ. Can we say amen to that? There's some things I want to deal with tonight. And so now, I'd like, I want you to hear this from the message, my commission. He says, can I say something from my heart? If it is all right. There are some people who went forth and, and had strange feelings in their hand afterward. The prophet of God is speaking about the gift he had. The gift he had in his hand. That he would, if he would slip his hand in the, in the hand of the other person, then the other person would begin, listen, to feel a few things in their hand. And, and so what would happen would be that this person would feel different. And then they would feel strange feeling after they touched the hand of the prophet. And they got the wrong impression. They got to thinking you heal people by some feeling that you had in your hand. Many would come to me and say, Brother Barnum, feel and see if I got healing power. Brother Solomon, Solomon, are you following me here? Feel and see if, 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 I, if I have healing power. Because they begin to feel some strange feeling. No, he says, no, I will tell you now. You haven't. The only healing power there is lays in Christ Jesus. Do you know there are many people today Many, many so-called prophets that feel that they are anointed differently than others. And uh, people pay money to meet them because they feel they are so anointed and they are so much on demand that they need to be rewarded for their anointing. And so here was a man that was really anointed in our generation. And he told these people who kind of felt that they had a feeling in their hand. do I have power, brother Touch me and feel it. As a prophet tell me, do I have healing power? Because I feel different in my he says, I will tell you now. You don't have it. The only healing power that there is, it lays in Jesus Christ. That's right. 
That is all. The only thing that you can do is to point people to that. And that's all I can do. All anyone else can do is to point people to Jesus Christ who has already healed them. Listen, listen church. In other words, that there is no person on the world that has different powers or strong powers or healing powers. Are you following me? Whether it's a pastor, a prophet, a preacher, prophetess, there is no one with special power. You did not say amen. Do you believe that? No man, no woman has special power. There is only one special power. And that is in Jesus Christ. He is the only one with power. So in other words, if we don't, if any religion, listen, if any religion, if any worship, if any man of God, if any church does not point people to Jesus Christ, it is not worth following. We should only follow that which points us to Jesus Christ. We should follow a church that points us to Jesus Christ. We should follow a move or a movement that points us to Jesus Christ. And let me tell you, anything that does not point to Christ is pointing to a man somewhere. He's pointing to a man in America. He's pointing to a man in Congo. He's pointing to a man in Cameroon. He's pointing to a man in Uganda. But let me tell you, we in this message, by the grace of God, we have been removed from such systems. Amen. We have been brought in a place. Amen. Let me tell you about our religion. Let me tell you about our religion. What we believe in is that this message is pointing us to one thing and that is Jesus Christ and anything without Christ is dead but I'm so glad that you have been pointed to Jesus Christ. I'm so glad I've been pointed to Christ. Listen from the message God has, prov has a provided way. A minister couldn't save no one. You may say, well, what about an anointed man of God? What about, what about somebody who has an anointing? Someone who has a, you know, a, a powerful preaching ministry. He says a minister couldn't save no one. Even our prophet cannot save you. Brother Branham cannot save no one. Are you following me? He is a man of God. But he cannot save you. He's a prophet of our generation. He cannot save you. What about me, your pastor? I cannot save you. We've seen churches that follow their pastors as a creed, as a, as a dogma. They follow them that, that they will <laughs> do everything they are doing. Say everything they are saying. That is good in a part. But let me tell you, if you are a pastor, even if it is myself, if I'm teaching you something that is not pointing you to Christ, then I'm leading you to myself. A minister cannot save no one. He could only preach the gospel if he's anointed of the Holy Spirit. And he will point people to the place where they were saved. Not a place where they were saved. Where they were saved. Listen to me. A minister, an anointed minister, will point you to a place where you were saved. Not 
He is not to save you. He comes to show you. That is the place where you were saved. Do you know the place where you were saved? Two thousand years ago. On Calvary. When Jesus shed his blood for us. That is the place where we were saved. I am not saved yesterday. I am not saved today. I was saved even 2,000 years ago when Jesus died for me and he paid the price at the cost of sin. An early anointed ministry will point you to that. A place where they were saved at Calvary. You have, listen, listen, you have to accept it as your personal savior in order to have benefit or dividend of, of his death and enjoy the attribute of what he died for. Hallelujah. That's why, you know, Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Even because he was pointing them to Christ. He was pointing them to Christ. But what do we have? Today we have places that they call holy place. We have water they call holy water. We have oil they call holy oil. Holy person. They, can you imagine there is a man here they call his holiness? His holiness. The that is a fallacy. That's not truth. Come on brother. Preach it. It's not the truth. It is fallacy. Thank God for the message of the hour. Because we have been redeemed out of such life. No man is holy in such a way that holiness is in them. There is only one that is holy and that is called there is no holy mountain. There is no holy water. There is no holy place. There is no holy person. There is only a holy God. And anything that God is in, then that is a holy thing. Amen. And why do they call themselves holy? Because they want to take the place of God. How do you know God is in something? When Christ is in it. When they receive the word, Christ, where is Christ? Christ is in his own Christ word. Amen. Amen. But they deny the word and they claim to have Christ in them. They deny the word and the women become preachers. Yet the Bible is very clear. A woman is not supposed to be a preacher or a pastor. But they make themselves pastors and they claim to be holy. That is a lie because the word is not in them. And when Jesus Christ came on the earth, he looked at them and he said, you are not holy. You are not even of, of Moses. You are not even of Abraham. And they were offended. But listen, what did he tell them? He said, because you reject me, the word is not in you. They had to accept him. This generation has to accept God. Listen, brother, sister, if what you are doing, if your life does not show Christ, Christ is not in you. If you're the life you are living, the thoughts you are thinking, the works you are doing, whether you are seen or you are not seen, if it cannot be identified by the word, Christ is not in you. And if Christ is not in you, you will not go to the rapture. But I want to go to the rapture. I want to go to the rapture. I don't want to remain here. I want to be holy even as he is holy. That's why he said, be ye holy even as I am holy. God is the only holy God and he wants us to be holy even as he is holy. 
holy. How can we be holy? By receiving the Holy Ghost. When you receive a Holy Ghost, you become holy. Praise the name of the Lord. And in a message convinced and then concerned. He says there is no holy people. There is no holy mountain. There is no holy church. Ah! There are churches here today. Tell us if you are not a member. Of the Catholic church. If you are not a member. Of the Anglican church. Why do you think. That we have many. Churches. And each of these churches claim to be the ones that are right. But each of those churches teach the Bible differently. The Catholic Church will tell you you know what you need to do is to believe there is one holy man on earth and his name is the Pope. He represents Jesus Christ. And also you have to believe that you can actually tell the priests your sins and they will actually forgive you. And they are saying we are the only church. We are the only true church. Even Catholic means universal. They are the only, they are the universal church of Jesus. But where do you find that? Where do you find in the Bible that priests cannot marry? But the Bible says in the book of 1 Timothy that these people have doctrines of devils where they forbid people to marry. Ha! Doctrine of devils. In hypocrisy. Because they forbid people to marry. And again they have children behind them. What is that? Christ is not in that. And then the others come. They say, no, we are the only right one. And they say, but uh, you know what we believe? You cannot eat pork. You cannot eat this. You cannot eat that. But what does Jesus say? In his word, he says, those people who have doctrine of devils, they also forbid people to eat some meat. So what is that? It's also not correct. Christ cannot be in that. And then comes the Anglicans. Where they will say, well, we are the only right church. We are the ones who protested. But what do they do? They baptize babies. Where do you find that in the Bible? No where. And then another one will come. I am Pentecost. I am the right one. All the others are wrong. And what will they do? They will so well, we baptize in much water, but in Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Show me one person in the Bible that was baptized in much water in Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Every one that was baptized was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And so that is not the only the church. But yet each of them claim to be the right church and the holy church. But let me tell you, God has lifted up a standard and showed what is holiness. Jesus is not in a church. Yes, He's not in a denomination. When in a church denominate, that church dies. God does not walk behind a denomination. God is not led by a denomination. Where is God? He is in Christ. Where is Christ? Christ is in His Word. And whatever His Word is preached, that is where Christ is. And we have the message of the hour. What is the message? The message is Christ. Coming down in the end time. 
people out of the systems of man, out of the denominations. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you one of them? He has called us out. Where are we? We are out of the denomination. We are higher than the denomination. We have the ego anointing. We are flying higher. Come on, church. We are flying higher. We are not down low. We are up higher. Where are we going? We are going in the rapture. Soon we are going to meet the Lord in the rapture. And what about others? Even in the message. They are trying to denominate. Even in the message, they try to bring those attitudes. Our church is the only church. Our church is the only church. When you see that spirit, I'm telling you, run from that spirit. In the message, we have no denomination. In the message, we have one church, the universal church of Jesus Christ. Where is it? It is not a physical church. It is a mystical body. Come on, child. Amen. It can be seen everywhere. Oh, glory. Amen. Come on, preach with me tonight. There are people almost everywhere whose hearts are all afraid. Their hearts are on fire. You cannot find them in one place. They are scattered near and far. Everywhere in the world, they are in Uganda, they are in Zimbabwe, they are in Tanzania, they are in Ethiopia, they are everywhere. They have one pastor, their pastor is Jesus, Jesus Christ. They are all baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. We are no longer under a denomination. We are no longer under a system of man. We are being pointed to Jesus Christ. Tell your neighbor we've been pointed to Jesus Christ. Amen. Enough of those religious demons. We are under the system of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. We are not under a system of man. And that's why I always say in the message, what do we have? We have one church, but many fellowship. Everywhere they are, they are our brothers. They are part of the body. Some are 50 here. Others 100 there. Others 500. Others 2,000. Others 10,000. all of us together all over the world, we are the body of Jesus Christ. So there is no holy people. No holy mountain. Holy God in the people. He's a holy God in the people. That is why, friends, you don't need to find God on a mountain somewhere. It's okay to go to a prayer mountain. But we don't need to find God on a mountain somewhere. That's holy God. It's no longer just on the mountain. The God of the mountain is the God of the valley. The God who is on the mountain is the God who can come down in a valley where you are. And he will meet you at the place of your need. He's a God. As long as he's in a place, then it's a holy place. We don't find him in a four-walled uh, building called a church. We don't find him only in one religion or one church or one sect or one group. We have, we have churches, church names. Days of the voice fellowship. Days of the voice fellowship. And we think that is great. Spoken word tabernacle. Spoken word tabernacle. Holy Spirit fire. Holy Spirit moriro. Evening light. That's powerful name. But it's nothing. It's nothing. We have very many. Remind me the names of in Uganda. Come on now. Third Exodus Church. Give me the names. Huh? Speckled bar. That's a powerful name, right? Give me, come on. 
Snow white dove, oh my God. Snow white, Snow dove, white dove. dove, powerful. Come on, give me Copson, oh my God. Copson, there is even one who had another touch. Come on, give me them. Restored faith, oh my God. Restored faith, powerful. And all these names are powerful. Are you hearing me? And it is getting into the heads of people. Until you think if someone is not a member of DVF, is not a believer. If you have that attitude, that is a spirit from hell on you. Any believer that has been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and has the Holy Ghost. Amen is a child of God. He's the son of God. No matter where they go for fellowship. And that's what we believe. That's what we stand for. This message has pointed out not to one man, not to one person, not to one church. It's pointed out to Jesus Christ. If whatever you are eating, if whatever you are eating, after eating it, and it makes you feel your group is the only right one, you have eaten poison. Whatever you eat will make you believe you are one little pebble on a beach. But there are many other pebbles. It will make you feel you are not the only body, but you are part of the body. That's what we believe. The body of Christ is a, a mystical body. And because some of us, because in our fellowship, we see it better. Whatever better we see it, it is only a good God that has allowed us to see that. But don't forget, there is another fellowship that also sees it better. And another one that sees it better. But all these fellowships before Jesus Christ are really on the same level. If we are going to have a rapture, there is no good rapture and, and better rapture. Come on, bride. Man. We have one rapture for all the believers. If you are filled with the Holy Ghost, you are going to go in the rapture. No matter where you fellowship, you don't need to join DVF to go in the rapture. You don't need to leave your church to go in the rapture. Wherever you are, you will be a member of Evening Life. You will go in the rapture that way. Spoken he is in a man remembered body. And that's why you feel you, you find men that God has used so powerfully over the years. When they begin to feel that they are the best, the ones with the better revelations than others. And they begin to look down on other preachers. What happens? They form a cult. They cannot begin to feel indifferent. When another brother comes from another fellowship, they can't even say, God bless you. Because this one is not a, to the strength I am on. They are lower than me and me and I am That attitude is not from heaven. It is from Lucifer. The attitude we should have should be this. We are all children of God. We are heirs with the Father. We are joint heirs with the Son. And soon and very soon, we are going to see the King. Hallelujah. And every man's labors will be rewarded.
there should be no divisions in the body. As human beings, we have different opinions. We have different ways we see different things. One pastor will see one thing different. Another minister will see something different. But that doesn't make one holier than the other. It just makes us human. And that's why our prophet would say that every human being should find a church that you will call a home church where you are comfortable where you are fed where your spirit is at peace where you know you are eating something which is going to prepare you for the run and then he also said then you disfellowship all the other churches you disfellowship them did he say that? <laughs> then he said but don't disfellowship the other man visit them when you, when you can they're your brothers but, are, but have a church hall a place where you pay your tithe a place where you support the cold a place where you attend physically every service be there support the cold Ah, that's a church home. Hallelujah. Mina. But that doesn't make you special. It makes you special just like the other brother is special. What? What? How did denominations form? Denominations formed by putting a full stop on the revelation. The prophet of God would say here in the Smanian church age if God didn't write a handbook of creeds and formulas and dogmas to start it to start the church then what right did they have to do to do, to do that? God powered out his spirit upon Baptist Methodists, Nazarenes, Adventists, Presbyterians, Church of God, all these brethren were brought up on different doctrines, bylaws. Mateka, church manuals, etc. God swept it all onto one side. God found all these denominations having their church manuals, having their bylaws and constitutions. God took it all, He swept it all to one side, and He destroyed their dispensation of theory. And he restored the gift of the Spirit. Proving it's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. But did those Pentecostals learn their lesson about organization? No, sir. They organize right back again. And they have their written, they have written their own textbooks. Bylaws. Fellowship book with one idea in mind. Which is to prove that they now have all the truth. No, all the answers. And are there for the elite of God. Who know the way. And can show it unto us. As God is appointed guides. If you felt that way, you are on the wrong path. There is no one who has all the answers. There is no church who has all the answers. There is no pastor who has all the answers. There is no organization who has all the answers. Only Christ does. Every dispensational message, every prophet, every messenger, every true God called man will point people to one thing that is Christ. 
And why is the message true? Because the message has no full stop. Our prophet taught us we believe everything God has revealed plus everything he will reveal. Our God is unquenchable. That is why it is true. That's why I believe it. That's why I pressure. Because it is life. Because it's a living God. Amen. But they haven't got the people. They have hybridized themselves. Like the very groups they came out of. If they want to be in the bride, they are going to have to come out exactly as their, their fathers did. They are like the rest. The revival is over. They are trying to leave a name and a debt. They took organization. All the while talking about the spirit of God. They talk about the evidence of the, of the Holy Spirit. But they forget that the devil can talk thanks to the utter confusion of Babel is in their midst. And they call it the spirit of God. Now here Brother Branham was addressing the Pentecostals by denomination. And because, because they speak in tongues, then they felt they are the only right ones. But God always has more. But now even now let us leave even the Pentecostals. Now even in the message. Oh, because God filled people with the Holy Ghost in our church. We are the only right ones. Oh, because we cry and shout. We are the only right ones. Oh, because the Spirit of God moves in our fellowship. We are the only right ones. Everywhere else. God is not there. God is there. Mm. That's the spirit of organization. It's not the spirit of the mess. God does what he wants to do when he wants to do where he wants to do it. I saw the disciples when they saw people casting out demons. They ran to Jesus. And they said, Jesus, do you see what happened? We found people casting out demons in your name. Should we stop them? Jesus said, Come on. Why do you have to stop them? They that are not against us. They are for us. And let me tell you, Chuck, any brother, any sister who believes what we believe is our brother and is our sister. When you meet them on the road, when you meet them at the airport, when you meet them in another country, tell them, God bless you. Hallelujah. Where do we find Christ? Christ Brother Branham says in what is in what is that in your hand? He says Agamba. And that's the reason that I try to get people before the person, nothing in the individual. Nothing in the individual, the preacher. Yes, it is in Christ. And Christ is in his word. Do you believe that? Everybody say Christ is in his word. He is identified by his own characteristics. Praise the name of the Lord. Mina. But what happens? We, we have preachers. And people, and especially preachers. Who preach to point people to themselves. You find it even in local churches. Thank God for preachers we have here. We thank God for the preachers we have here. We just point to Christ. But if you imagine if Brother Martin came to preach and the impression he left after preaching that it is Brother Martin you have to follow. If, I, if Brother Prince came here and he said, 
It's now brother Prince. Kati olugana Prince ya. Yeah, who is the real deal? Ya aliko yemulamwa. Brother Marvin. Olugana Marvin. Brother Marvin is the man. Atoyo ye ya aliko. If after you preach that's the impression. Bomala bulira abantu ne bafuna mwecho. Then you never preached. Chiregeza tewabulide. You point the people to yourself. Abantu wabesonze konga. I don't care how powerful you. Sifayo boli wamanyo. I don't care how much work you've done for God. Obokoze muri mucheri katonda. If after you preach. Bomala bulira. The impression is people must follow you. Mbo abantu balina kulaba antibagoberera. Then there's a problem with your ministry. Chitegezo bweleza uliko bubuzimu. What should be the impression? Abantu balina funa chifana nyichi. The impression should be Christ. Chifana nyalina pa Christo. When Paul preached. Paul made us fall in love with Jesus Christ. When William Branham prayed, he made us to fall in love with Jesus Christ. I pray that whenever I preach, I should make you to fall in love with Christ. Out there in the denominations. You need to hear the testimonies. You know, it was this, it was that. But then the man of God, the man of God, what kind of man of God that you're talking about that you can't even remember his Lord? Tell us, Jesus Christ, yes, Christo. through the man of God, not the man of God. Not my pastor, my bishop, but what God did. This is the attitude I want us to have here. In 2 Samuel, let me, show you, let me show you one preacher who was always pointing to himself. 2 Samuel 15, from verse 1, because of time I'll only read in English, follow in Luganda. And it came to pass after this that Absalom prepared his chariots and horses and 50 men to run before him. And Absalom rose up early and stood beside the way of the gate. And it was so that when any man had that had that, that had a controversy came to the king for judgment. Then Absalom came unto him and said, Of what city are ye at thou? And he said, Thy servant is, is of one of the tribes of Israel. And Absalom said unto him, See, thy matters are good and right, but there is no man deputed of the king to hear thee. So Absalom said, Moreover, Oh, that I were made judge in the land. That every man who, who, which, which has any suit or cause might come unto me and, and I would do him justice. And it was so that when any man came nigh to him to do obeisance, he put forth his hand and took him and kissed him. And on this manner did Absalom to all Israel that came to the king for judgment. So Absalom stole the hearts of the men of Israel. And we have a lot of pastors. My goodness. Let one person make a mistake to attend their fellowship. Don't never see again any other man as a man of God. Absalom spirit. People were coming to see the king. And Absalom positioned himself at the gate. When he would see someone coming. Ah, I said, what can, how can I help? And the person would talk about his issue. And then he would say, you are good. And you are right. But he said, there's no one to hear you. The king is busy. So I wish I was the one who was you know, helping you. you know. If I was the one in your case, it would have been different. Pastors that make you feel that if it is not them, you are going to hell. Some of them actually. You come to me and tell me, Pastor, I feel led of the Lord to to go join lifeboat. What did you say, brother? Did you know that I'm anointed for you? Did you know if you live here, you are, you are actually going on your way to hell? Did, did you know you are under a curse? That's a wrong spirit. Spirit of Absalom. Absalom. It doesn't point to Christ, it points to himself. 
Mm. He says, if it was me in your case, things would have been better than to be under the devil. But I, I have not that opportunity. And if a man did a mistake to put forth his hand to give Absalom, do you give him respect? Absalom would take the hand, pull it to himself, and kiss it. In other words, he would imprint himself in this person's heart. So that by the time the person leaves, the only thing he's thinking about is, oh, Absalom, 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 Absalom. I wish he was the king. And the king, Absalom thought Absalom the king would lose popularity. And we, saw, we find that because of that, Absalom stole the hearts of the men Absalom of Israel. Ha, we have a lot of preachers <laughs> who want to steal men's hearts. When they have an opportunity to minister, they want to prove a point. I'm the best preacher. There is one preacher I found, I have told you of him before. Sarkis. He mounted the pulpit. Saying, wherever I go, great things happen. Wherever I go, miracles happen. Wherever I preach, the devil is shut. And I'm telling you, today, you are going to be saved because I am here. I was there in the chair. I almost asked the ground to swallow me. But I held on. I said, God, maybe the man of God is a little proud. But maybe you're going to use it. I am ready, Lord. And I opened my heart. And by the time he left the pool, he came in so powerful. He left so defeated. Let me tell you, Brother Barnum said, the way up is down. And the way down is up. If you want God to use you for anything, humble yourself. Don't try to steal people's hearts. It is me. When I'm done with you, hey, everything will be okay. As long as you are here, you are not these Pentecostals. People go to their churches and, and they will tell them, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm seeing the realm of the Spirit. That someone was bewitching you. There, there is even a cassie. Even your aunt is even this thing. The person begins fear. Then he tells them, Thank God you are here. If you, are not, if you had not come, you are going to die tomorrow. Oh. Now, God is telling you. The cassie is broken. Now, from today, always come here. <laughs> and that's how they get members. People join them because of fear. If you are here because of fear, go away. We want people to come here who are interested of the word of the hour. of the word of the hour. We want people who to come interested in Jesus Christ. Interested in the rapture. Hallelujah. Amen. That's much more us. And he stole the people's hearts. So now that you come to DVF, evening light, evening light, I make sure that you do not go to another church. Because if you go to another church, you visit, a wrong spirit may come. Because every church has its spirit. Come on, sir. That's Absalom's spirit. Let the people come. Because they, it is in their heart to come. If everybody comes to church, because they want to come, the Holy Ghost is bound to fall. 
Chomoyo mtu kwa ino kuka. He has to come. Ateke do kuka. If you come because you want to come. Boy, jakubango ya galo kuja. God will visit you. Katonda jakucharira. If you come because you desire God. Boy, jakubango ya gala katonda. You will receive God. Jafuna katonda. Because the only thing we give. Echini chokache tugala. Is God. Tugala katonda. Amen. And our prophet will say. Nabi agamba. Here is our prophet now. Nabi wa femulile cha gamba. Of this generation. His name is William Branham. God used this man. More than any other man. In this generation. But here is what he said. I'm quoting. Not for one moment. Why bring a message to the people. That they may follow me. Or join my church. Or start some fellowship. And organization. I have never done that. And I will not do that now. I have no interest. In those things. But these days. Let one person. Leave one fellowship. To go to another one. In the message. Fire will fall. You are fishing from my bucket. They'll begin blows. But our prophet said, I never brought this message to have a following. Or some fellowship. Or organization. Offer people to join my church. And follow me. I am going to fight with all that is in me. If one brother backslides to the world. But even if all of you left me today and joined Evening Light by Tabernacle, I'm talking to you here at Divya. And all of you streaming members of here. I'll be happy. I'll continue preaching. And others will come. And if God, I'll just say, if God, you have allowed me to bring, to fish them out of the world so they can go somewhere else to grow. Praise Praise the Lord. Pastor, do you mean it? Yes, I mean it. Do I have another heaven to take it? Do I have a special heaven to take it? There's only one heaven that you are taking people to. And every preacher who is preaching the truth is taking them to that seminar. But we believe if you're going to stay in the fellowship as a member of that fellowship it is going to be your personal decision. And when you do that decision stay right with this. Be confident. Be in one place. Listen to the voice of God with all your heart. Don't be too and fro. There are some believers like that. Brother, what is your fellowship? Me, I'm everywhere. Brother, you don't believe in floaters. If you float, you will not grow. Because every ministry has its grace. And when you submit yourself under a ministry, do that with all your heart. And then God will mature you under that ministry. Because He says He has sent that shepherd to lead you through. Praise the name of the Lord. I have no interest in those things. But I do have interest in the things of God and people. I have interest in people also and in the things of God. And if I can accomplish just one thing, I will be satisfied. That one thing is to see established a true spiritual relationship between God and men. When are in men become new creations in Christ. Filled with His Spirit and living according to His word. And I would invite 
Era. Plead. And want all to hear his voice at this time. And yield your lives completely to him. And even as I trust in my heart. That I have given my all to him. God bless you. And may his coming rejoice. And that's the reason. Why we organize youth meeting. They come in from everywhere. We estimated about 450 because the registrations had issues, but we had much more than that. From more than nine countries. And streaming from all over the world. What is the purpose? It is not to draw crowds to DVF. But to see a generation. A generation that is having a spiritual encounter with God. Since the youth meetings have been receiving testimonies of great things God has done from many countries all over the world. Maybe I'll read a few for you along the way. But I tell you, God is God. And when he raises a ministry, any man is raising you by the princess, any man he will raise. You had a testimony of Pastor Morgus. Any man he will raise, he's raising them for one purpose. Not to have a following, but to bring people into a spiritual encounter with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. God bless you, Mr. Nyefi. Hallelujah. Yes. That's our desire. Point people to Christ. Bless every listener to That they will feel enriched in their soul. They will feel closer to Jesus Christ. Oh God. That we will know this message. Is greater than us. Is more than us. It is Christ. Revealed to us in this heart. This is not a denomination. It's more than a denomination. This is not just another church. This is more than a church. This is not just a movement. It is more than a movement. It is God visiting a generation. Restoring us back again to the faith of our Pentecostal Father. That we might be found ready for your coming. Bless every sister, every brother. I hope us to live right. That's your name. In us, Father, that we will be your holy people, Lord. Grant it, Lord. In Jesus' name. Lord, help me run in the race.